Okay, so, so let's stop. Five, four, three, two, one. Hey everyone, welcome to the Parenting Unknown Podcast. My name is Matt. Thanks again for listening for another week. And to any new followers, any new listeners, welcome. This is a podcast of me going on a journey of to find out what it means to be a parent. I didn't have any parents in my life. I've had some substitutes. And with those, there's a lot of things that kind of get lost in translation from discipline, upbringing, advice, and I'm just here trying to put one-on-one together to be the best person, to be the best dad that I can, best husband to my wife and my two kids. So once again, do appreciate the downloads, do appreciate the listen. So once again, thank you. And as I'm sitting here, it's the day after Easter. So for us, for our homeschool schedule, it's post-spring break. So with my boy, I got to ease him up a little bit into the schoolwork. Because last time we had Christmas break, coming back, he... They don't want to have nothing to do with it because, you know, we're not doing schoolwork. It's, it's a free-for-all. Do what you want. As well, we, we went to school, too. Once we had, you know, spring break, Christmas break, we didn't do a damn thing, especially when it comes to learning. And remembering getting back into the swing of things, going back to school the next day, it was, it was a bitch. Did not want to do it, and it probably took like a good week to settle in. So, of course, with him, it was the exact same thing. I don't blame him. And I actually reached out to his teacher. Our homeschool like advice giver, person, teacher, she pretty much gave me a list of things to do. Well, not to do, but like suggestions. And one of them was kind of like, you know, leading them into it. Letting them know like, hey, tomorrow we're going to do this. And then with the day of, you know, 10 minutes, we're going to start doing schoolwork. Or... And it's been working. It worked the following week. And with this time around, we did a little bit today. And I told them tomorrow we're going to do a little bit more until, you know, next week we're... I guess at our normal normal pace, but for us, we got a good month and two weeks now. Then he's done for the year, and he's completed his first year doing you know pre K homeschool. Uh, as for right now, we're gonna do it another year for right now, and then see how it goes from there. We always say we're gonna give the kids their options, and you know everything with COVID and all the BS going on with schools, it just fell into the right the right time. And so far, he likes learning. We ask him now, you want to go to school? You want to homeschool? He says homeschool. So we'll wait and see. Either way, our son's going to get an education. Either way, his parents are going to make sure that his education comes first and he's actually learning on point. Like I said before, the only thing that we worry about is a little badass kid in school that, or the bad influence that, you know, we can only be around and control our kids in a sense. We can't control the other kids or what they say, what they do, what their influences. So it's always those little extra uh, bad ones. You can't say no, but don't exist because quite honestly, they do. So. According to today's episode, again, I'm watching one of my movies, and it's The Godfather 2, and we're right when uh, Don Corleone's going to kill, was it Don Funachi, whatever his name is, I forgot. Uh, I mean, I'm literally watching it right now. Great movie. Check it out. My wife. Put it this way. I watch these movies, my wife's not around. And she likes them too, but I guess I watch them too much. I just finished watching The Sopranos for the second and third time, like in a good year period, so... Watching these movies, it's like there's no, there's no breath. There's no release or anything like that. So when she's not here and I'm getting to record, they go on. Uh, I don't know what it is. It just, I watched them when I was a kid in, in a weird way. But I guess little by little in my adulthood, they're, 
some of the the lingo is leeching on to what I do, what, what I say, what I respond to the kids. When my kids walk in the room, they say, hey, what are you doing? I look at them like, what am I doing? What are you doing? Like, why are you asking me this? And little things here and there that I catch myself and it's funny. And you know, the kids, they, they don't care. They're just, they laugh and like, what am I doing? And want to hang out. You know, they're, they're innocent. But for me, it's, and my wife looks at me sometimes and she shakes her head and we all laugh. But it's, it's stupid. As I'm watching this recording, uh, I just came off of a pretty stressful week. Backtrack to 2020, we all lost our jobs. Most of us, if not the big majority of us, were on unemployment. And it's the first time in my life that I've used unemployment. So it was a big learning the ins and outs, the do's and don'ts, how to fill out forms, helped a couple of friends fill out their forms. And I mean, for the, the next year and a half, I was still on it. Things were just. I don't know, things are just weird. Things are just off. So actually in July, August of 2020, job called me back. I wanted to go back, but there was one thing that was kind of holding us back, my wife's schedule. Before it worked fine, I'd work in the morning, she'd work in the afternoon slash nights. And we always had somebody watching our kids because childcare over here in the Orange County area, it's ridiculous to the point where it's like two, three hundred bucks per kid per week. I want to say per month. But one of our neighbors downstairs, well, he used to be here. He had just one kid in daycare and there were two, three hundred a week, just a local in the area. So you could imagine how, how much more it is once you branch out a little bit more. So he called on a Thursday, said, coming on Monday. I said, sure. I mean, I couldn't wait too because, you know, I kind of like my job in a, in a weird way. Uh, Monday came, called in, called in. And what happened was, you know, my wife's work had to have a better time frame to move things around. Fortunately, they said, yeah, but we need some time, a couple of weeks. I told my work and they said, no. I asked them if there was any other options and they just said, no, if you don't go in by Thursday, we're going to take it as you're going to leave. And I said, well, you're going to have to do what you have to do because I mean, I'm, I'm going to call out. I need, I need at least a week. They want to work with me. So in a sense, I got fired. They let me go. They wanted to put me down as I voluntarily left. Flash forward into about last week, and I got a letter in the mail saying that my unemployment was ineligible all this time. But I guess things are getting back to normal in, in a weird way. And now they're looking at more and more cases, you know, to see if there was, you know, a quote unquote fraud. So I was shocked. So I was ineligible. Um, they said, okay. You know, you have this date, we're going to call you, interview, see how, see how it goes from there. So I did the interview. I thought it went good. They said they're going to call my ex-employer. They called them, got another letter in the mail saying, you know, that's it. You're ineligible. You could either accept this decision or you could appeal it. And I did what everybody else, well, I did what I was going to do is appeal it. Now you had your chance to write your own letter and to explain everything, which I did, but I did a couple of hours research into similar situations. I actually found this court case where somebody got fired from their job because they couldn't work weekends due to not having any, any childcare. Sold my story, detailed it oriented as I could, um, let them know that my employer wouldn't work with me. Um, even though in our union handbook, they're offering part-time or there's a, there's a quote unquote part-time position. They wouldn't offer me any part-time, any warehouse. They wouldn't transfer me any branches to work with some of the hours that I could work. They wouldn't do nothing. And this was something that 
the second interview were asking me and I was telling them, wrote the letter down, cited the case, let them know that case decision, send it in the mail and prayed for the best. I had, I had a friend read this and my wife read this to see, you know, how does it sound? And, you know, I got checks on both ends and, you know, I felt, I felt a little bit better, but at the same time, I was stressed as shit because I'm looking at almost 40 grand, me having to pay back 40 grand. So yeah, looking at 40 grand. And I started thinking like, there's no way I could afford to pay that right now. I mean, I'm working, I'm getting a little bit of money through Amazon Flex, which it was working pretty damn nice. But my wife's hours fluctuating and the times that I'm able to work, it's just, it's honestly, it's just not cutting anymore. So I started looking for a job. And it's been in, entirely stressful looking for a job. So I went on the internet, just started applying, looking, looking, and I don't know, weeks went by and nothing has changed. Last week, I get that letter, stressing out, might have to pay 40 grand, still applying, and I'm stressed the whole week. I really am. I'm sorry, last week, I mean the week before, last week, two weeks ago, because this past week things switched around, but a couple of weeks ago, I was stressed. I was cranky. Have you ever woken up in the morning and like, I don't know, your face dries out. So when you're just sitting down, it feels like your face is really dry and like you're kind of like making a prune face and, but you mean, but you're perfectly fine. I kind of had that feeling and I was a little bit more quiet. And I mean, when we have stress, it's, it's not ideal. It's not the most fun thing to go through a be around. And I mean, I got to work out. Kids distracted me just a little bit playing some games, you know, anything you could do to keep my mind off the stress. I mean, it was, that was keeping me afloat for a bit. Well, you know, my wife was saying, don't worry, things are going to turn out. Things are going to turn out. I was staying up to two, three in the morning, just looking, looking, applying, 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 and still nothing. But, you know, she said, things are going to look out, do my nightly prayers. And then just out of the blue that Thursday, Friday, I started getting calls. I had at least five interviews. No, it was, at first it was two to three interviews lined up, you know, a couple of phone, a couple of in-person set up for that last week's uh, Monday and Tuesday. And as I'm waiting for them, I get another call. I get another call from that, setting up some interviews, some Zoom interviews the next day. And, you know, over this weekend paradise, secured five interviews. And I'm thinking, you know, something has to, something has to work. It, it just really has to. Sure enough, out of those five, Two of those interviews progressed. I got more phone, more Zoom. And one of the ones was real interested in me. I had a third interview with, you know, the person that was interviewing me, their boss, and the position that I was applying for, that supervisor. Contacted them on Friday, actually Thursday. They said, you know, when can you work? Let them know. They said, okay, I'll run it up the chain. They'd be expecting an email soon. The whole weekend passed by. I was... It sounded very promising. I sound, it was still a little stressful because out of those five, I got two job offers. One, I got a job offer last week. And the one I really wanted, I had to kind of wait to see it with today, Monday that I'm recording this, if anything was going to pop up. And sure enough, it did. I got an email with the job offer and I feel like that weight's been lifted off my shoulders, the heavy bit. A little bit, today seemed a little bit more better, a little bit more happier. And you know, because things are getting back to normal. We want to start doing things and pay our bills and everything. So, I mean, it's just the right feeling, the right time. 
Now, you may be thinking, what about this appeal? What about this back payment that I might have to pay? Well, on, on Friday, with the notice of one job offer, another promising one, Thursday, Friday, I had a phone call. They received my appeal and they want to talk to me a little bit more. So as it is, I was stressed. My heart was beating. I went into the closet where it's quiet. Person interviewing me is telling me, you know, think back to the time, re-available re work. Did you refuse the work? Explain what happened. I explained. They said, what well, hours could I work? She said, okay. And she said, well, we're going to reverse it. So you had nothing to worry about. Things were a lot different back then. And for anybody who doesn't know, California is still in a state of emergency due to COVID. Yes, mass mandates are being lifted. I think today uh, a Supreme Court judge overruled the mass mandate in Florida. So Supreme Court, it gets both boosted up to the federal level. And I think everyone's going to be knocking their uh, mandates down in terms of like the airports. Well, airports, airlines are really shady as it is. Maybe about in January, January, maybe February. They pretty much wrote a letter to the FDA about the mandates and some quarantines. And the next day, the rules got changed. And one of their things was their citing of, you know, bankruptcy and their failing business. Saying that was completely BS, like the government was going to bail them out like they bailed them out before. So the CDC, FDA, whatever you want to call it, CDC, I'm so, I don't know why I keep saying FDA. But the CDC got strong armed and they bend. And this was another blow. People are calling it Patriots Day, which is. It's a little cringe because they're using this day to attach their cube bullshit. And it's quite amusing. It, it just sounds ridiculous. But every time something sounds ridiculous, they try to throw in a little bit, you know, well, here's something that may be going on. And of course, it's aliens. They were tying in, you know, Paul Revere and the lambs trying to say, you know, I don't know. It's, it's confusing. If you ever see those posts, look them up. They're kind of borderline com comedy and borderline just being sad and pathetic. But whatever, people choose what they want to choose to follow. And I mean, that's that's on them, but fuck. So they overruled this. I felt a little bit better. Now I was just waiting for the job that I wanted to get. And today I got it. And wow, that stress is completely lifted off. So hopefully by next week, I'll be starting. And well, this is the last episode. So thanks a lot. No, I'm just kidding. I'm going to be doing this until, I don't know, I really can't no more. But that was just the past week, what's been going on. Um, Been stressful, but. I'm coming out through it okay. And I don't know, the stress was a little bit more real this time because when I talk about my stress as a kid and everything, I'm going to have the safety net to fall back on. I had the safety net of, you know, living with my grandma slash uncle, aunts or whatever. Now I really don't have that. Now when you're an adult, you have nobody to turn to. You got you to gotta do what you can, especially for you and your family. But thankfully, job kicked in. It's kind of similar to my old job with like, what, a two, three dollar, two and a half dollar pay decrease, which is literally nothing. And it's local too. So, I mean, that's a plus. And I mean, I'm eager. I can't, you can't wait. I honestly just can't wait to be paying more bills on my end, the bigger amounts. We got our kids' birthdays. We got to think about, you know, just get back to normal. And we're still going to homeschool. If I get out like at two, three o'clock, my kids are going to homeschool. And I mean, it's not, not a big deal. You can really do it whenever time you need to, whatever time you want. It will be a little bit adjustment, Nothing that we can't handle. I mean, but thankfully this time when it was stressed out, thankfully I had my wife to kind of talk me through some things and even reaching out to friends, asking advice or whatever. I mean, so long as you're vocal and actually asking and trying to like get it back and forth, trying to like 
I don't know, just not be cooped up in your own mind. I think things will go a little bit better. And I mean, these bad times, stress times, whatever you want to call them, they don't, they don't last forever. They can, if you want them to be, if you want to sit in this just pool of sorrow and not do anything about them, they will last forever. But if I think if you're putting in that effort, putting that extra work in to try to figure out to, you know, do whatever it is to come out on top. And I think eventually it's going to go away, but it's just a matter of how strong you are going head forward into this, you know, scenario and what you wanted to get coming out of it. I mean, because when you're with your parents, when you have your bills paid for you, your food or whatnot, it's stress is different. It could be, I don't know, you're stressed because your mom don't want to let you go out, which, you know, it's the all the kid shit. But believe it or not, there's still adults that are like that. Oh, I'm stressed because my mom's making me pay bills. I'm stressed because, I mean, what do you expect? You're an adult. You're, you know, you're my age. You're in your 30s. You're in your late 20s and you're complaining because you got to pay your phone bill. You're complaining because you got to go back home or you and your boyfriend split up and you go got to go back home and there's rules. I mean, what do you expect? I mean, I was still 18 and I still had to ask permission from my uncle to leave the house on the weekends to go out. I don't know where he got that idea from, but apparently it's a tradition for, you know, even though you're 18, 19, 20, 21, living with your Mexican parents, you still got to ask permission. It's out there. It happens. But me being a little bit more uh, rebellious from my uncle, it was, uh, yeah, 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 I'll see you later. And that's what it was most of the time. Even when I was like 16, 17, there was a couple of nights where I didn't come home till the next day. And one of the excuses, uh, it was real shitty, but I said, you know, my friend's mom was in the hospital. And I'm just with my friend, which is total BS. And another one was my friend's car broke down and we're stranded in the kitchen. Like, oh, where are you at? We'll get somebody to pick you up. I'm on. no, I'm in a, what did I say? Somewhere far, like Lancaster, Malibu, San Dimas, something like that. And I mean, they bought it and, you know, whatever, right? I mean, it's, <laughs> it's bad because I don't want my kids doing that too. But I mean, thinking back about certain times, you know, it, it, it happened. And thankfully, I was had a little bit more of a stronger head on my shoulders at that age. Well, I'm stronger now, but, you know, back then I had a little bit more of a, a hardened, more sensible mental state. So, I mean, I could have took care of myself a little bit. And yeah, so that's just now from being a kid to adulthood. Now it's, it's the same, but at the same time, it still sucks regardless. Nobody wants to be stressed out. Nobody does, but I'm doing good. Everything's looking on the up and up. I just can't wait to get started. And I mean, I keep everyone updated if anybody cares. So yeah, thanks for listening for another week. And just a reminder, don't let stress get you down. So with saying that, until next time.